fundamental fact about all of us is that we're alive for a while, but we'll die before long, writes Jonathan Frazen, celebrated novelist of books such as The Corrections. This fact is the real root of all of our anger and pain and despair. You can either run from this fact or by way of love, you can embrace it. This morning we begin our Lenten series, Seven Stations to Resurrection, honoring the the ancient Christian practice of marking moments along Jesus' journey to, to Golgotha and to Easter morning. Over the coming weeks, we will, we will follow Jesus' journey in the Gospel of Luke, stopping to reflect, for example, when, when Jesus healed a blind beggar, or when he met Zacchaeus, or when he taught that to be faithful in a little is to be faithful in much, or when he asked his disciples to procure a colt so he might enter into Jerusalem on, on Palm Sunday. We begin our first station, however, the the station of mortality this morning. As we hear Jesus say, the Son of Man must suffer many things and be rejected and be killed. And on the third day, be raised to new life. And this morning, we invite you to stop, for example, in in our chapel after worship for an exhibition of artistic work that invites us what it might have been like to hear Jesus say those words and to stand beside those who encountered Jesus on this journey to Jerusalem. And as we begin our series, we invite you to not only open yourself to God's presence through the leading of your eyes, but with your ears. A scholar, Ryan McKendrick, notes how the Mass of the Dead, the the Requiem, was one of the most frequently recited medieval masses and offered in churches for the souls of the departed. And as the musical uh, settings of the mass of the dead continued to develop through the Renaissance and into the 18th and 19th century, it became more and more popular. Mozart's Requiem, though left unfinished at his death, is perhaps the most familiar setting of this. Verdi wrote one, as did Brahms and Gabrielle Foray, whose requiem are our wonderful choir and, and music staff and amazing instrumentalists uh, render for us this morning. It's fascinating to note Foray lived and composed during a time of, of this great creativity. Charles Dickens and, and Victor Hugo and Claude Monet were contemporaries, and he worked on this piece for nearly three years. And what was the point? What was the intent of this work? Horway is quoted as saying, my requiem is dominated from from beginning to end by a very human feeling of faith in eternal rest. Notice how in the introit and Kyrie sung after our opening prayer. We heard the choir pray in Latin, 
Grant them eternal rest, Lord, and shine perpetual light upon them. In the offertory, after our Old Testament reading, we heard sacrifices and prayers. We offer you, Lord, with praise. Receive souls we remember today. In a few moments, we'll hear a personal plea in Liberami. We'll hear, deliver me, Lord, from everlasting death. And then in a piece that's not found in the Mass of the Dead, but rather in the, in the office of the dead that's spoken at the gravesite, Foray aligns those liturgical words with music in the sublime in Paradisum. At the end of our service, in our choral benediction, we will hear, may the angels lead you into paradise. And may you have eternal rest. On this first Sunday of Lent, we, we pause at this first of seven stations, the station of our mortality. And we hear Jesus say, the Son of Man must suffer many things and be rejected, and he must be killed. So as we begin this sacred season of Lend, come, let us stand beside Jesus as, as he turns to face Jerusalem and let us face the reality of our own death. But at the same time, lean into the divine assurance as Foray phrased it, there is eternal rest. And as we embrace that promise of our Christian faith, let us set aside any anger and any pain and any despair that can arise as we consider our own mortality. For we do know, know where and how this journey will end. We know where those stations ultimately lead. But on this Sunday, the first Sunday of Lent, the church reminds us in the Christian life, it is one step at a time. In fact, it is one station at a time. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen.